DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come All on, right. rising wind. Good morning. It's a beautiful morning. It's in the low 70s. It's a good day. To be up early. I've got a coat on. <laughs> and, a hoodie. And I'm pink, freezing. And pink shorts. Just want to. Those are red. Wanna throw, those are pink, man. Those are salmon. The faded red. Yeah. Are we going to start? We've we've started. We're, you, start, you, you guys started out in the start parking it, lot. You going to start it that early? Hey, this morning it happened already. You know, shots fired. Because I've got. In. I've got. Coming in the parking lot. I've got some material on you, pal. On me, I will have a lively discussion with you, and we can present both sides of whatever conversation or ideal or uh, uh, subject that you want. I'm here. I'm you, live. You've already bored. Welcome. It's hey, nice hat. The, by the outdoor way. zone, TJ. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, live seven to nine, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, and or you can listen to us twenty four seven three sixty five at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning. Beefsteak is in the house. Oh yeah. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early and makes sure the gate gets open and the old potbelly stove gets cranked up. And uh, thank you, Beefsteak, for getting here, taking care of that kind of stuff. Did you go and get the big tacos this morning? Not this morning, sadly. Oh man! See, I thought that was going to be See, an everyday I, thing. I, I, I thought yeah, I didn't the new trend. Yeah. I thought TJ was going to start doing it now, and I you come rolling in with this. I bring yogurt, fruit deal, fruit and yogurt. Uh, you know, I got some slop. I, like, I got some sloppy bongo butt out in the truck. If you that doesn't that sound right. That doesn't really no like sloppy Joe. So, but, but it's bongo meat. Yeah, it is bongo. We used it for KOZ yesterday. Yeah. And they don't. Fr- and they did remember that. They even went home and I think told their moms, "Hey, we had sloppy bongo butt." That just for- doesn't sound right. Sloppy Joe's made out of the sloppy rear Joe's. of a bongo, a ham of a bongo. Yes. 
Yeah. So I. Uh, <laughs> it's memorable. Moving right along. It's very memorable. But I like your hat, TJ. I Thank don't know you. why why you were at the embassy in Niobe, but uh, or where you got that from. But is there a story? Uh, thank you, Shane, for the cap. Yeah, Bat City Outdoors. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah the original Bat City Outdoors. Yeah, our buddy Shane's in from Nairobi and uh, gave me a hat. Well, so. isn't that Eastern cool. Africa? Eastern Africa. I to just be got this throwaway KOZ not hat. A, not the, the safest hat. area in the world, apparently. No. <laughs> and to Ray, he, he's back in, they're having a kid, so the government says, well, you know, you might want to no, come I back think, to the States to I have think your child. They probably said that. Well, they, yeah. You well, no, care. I think they allow, they like say, okay, if you're going to have a kid, you can go back to the States. Yeah. And then <laughs> you got to go back to work. <laughs> my, uh, my wife, her, um, her dad was in the military, and uh, he was stationed in Panama at the time when she was born, and so she was born at the uh, at the hospital on the base. And so the kids would always make fun. They'd be like, "Hey, you were born in Panama. Do you even have your green card?" And she's like, "I'm more American than anybody. My father's fought for this country, and I was on a military base <laughs> that was, uh, you know, sovereign U.S. soil at the time." Panama's so really it's not a big, that foreign, though. Uh, well, it's still in down right, Panama. We don't Canal. even have anything to do with it anymore. We gave it away. Yeah, I think we rented it. It's like that a was toll so road. stupid. Went to archery country for Jeez. Rambo night this oh. week. Yes, did that bring back some memories for you or what? I, think I know. He... So the I don't know how many people know this, but the <laughs> the uh, character Rambo was modeled after me in my younger days. I noticed how you put the little headband uh, on when you were <laughs> first blood. And it's. And I, I don't usually talk about it, you know. I'm kind of <laughs> embarrassed about it actually, because it's been made such a big deal. But our final, our final Last Blood Rambo Last Blood is coming out, and uh, and I asked Sylvester if he would just complete is this. Gonna, is it going to be like, boys? <laughs> so he uses. A, Help me pull this bow and arrow back. He he'll have a Genesis bow. <laughs> he has Crossbow. a. Uh, that's but right. it was That's fun. A lot of the a lot of the uh, work that uh, Sylvester does in this one is with the bow. A lot of his killing and stuff. Do but you stand what in was it cool all? was okay. mm-hmm. Alan McGraw, who was on the show a couple weeks ago, uh, has been an archer for thirty or forty years, and he had an original Rambo bow. It was like an in East Eastern. Or, you mean the one that takes down like no the, no no the, no it's the, well I don't think it does that I don't think it does that but oh, okay. it had Rambo on it and and I mean it was like the he bought it brand new original he's hunted with it and uh it, but it's one of the old compounds you know it doesn't yeah. have any of the cams or any of that stuff it was but it was cool and there was a production company there and the guys had wigs and. And uh, the Rambo headbands, and you didn't take a picture. It was picture? pretty funny. No, no selfies. No, I didn't. You don't have to, right? Yeah, I get it. No, I lived it, man. What can I say? <laughs> I was watching uh, through the jungle. So we cut off. We cut off um, all our cable stuff. Yeah, and all we have is Wi-Fi for our TV, or we have a little antenna, mm-hmm. and that antenna gets a, a Western channel. And last night, uh, Outlaw Josie Wales was on. Yeah? When was the last time you watched it? It is really good. It was really good. 
Yeah. Yeah. He, it's, it, it's the, although it's kind of slow for a lot of people. Yeah. There's not a lot of talking, you know, there's not a, but that's where he spits, you know, yeah. he's always got that chew and he spits on the dog or he spits on the dead guy or <laughs> it's pretty cool. Spits on the rock. And then at the very end, he rides out to meet with the warring Comanches and he talks face to face with the chief of the warring Comanches. And it's like, you know, we cho- you and I are warriors. We choose death or we choose life. And they have to make a decision. And then they decide life and they both cut their hands and they go to do Blood Brothers. And the reason he went out there was because his girlfriend uh, on the prairie, uh, two of the guys from her house were buried. I mean, they the Indians stole the guys, captured them or whatever, and they were buried up to their necks. Yeah, with the hands piled. Yeah, Yeah. everybody remembers that. (laughs) And I I was thinking at that moment, I was thinking, oh, my gosh, that would be miserable. Could you – I mean, you you can't move. Just your head. (laughs) Above ground. (laughs) A bug. Somebody comes over there and goes, oh, oh, sorry, dude. (laughs) Spit on you. you (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, you anyway. want to do a blood oath today, Cody? Is that no. what you're? No, no I want you wanna, nothing. No. Okay, well, they really, was, man. He just they just slice their hands. Yeah, that was good. A good Western movie. That probably started uh, you, that all over the country. Kids were going around. <laughs> Boys were going around after seeing blood that. brothers. I bet you. You know, I you, bet you. That you, was a thing, though. Yeah, it was. I heard. So I heard. There was a uh, don't do that. There was a listening. by the way, I did. There was a, kid, a so, I did too. Yeah. There was a school here in Austin that last year, I guess maybe, um, that uh, two boys in uh, athletic department or something did that. You know, they poked their thumb or something, and they did Blood Brothers and did something like that. Well, then it got out in the school, and the school tested everybody oh, for. Everybody got tested for AIDS or whatever could have spread from it, but the whole school, because two guys just like, they're being boys, just doing whatever. I know, but that's still funky. Yeah, we're not going to know. I never, I never, I never was into that whole thing. I was like, well, that sounds dumb. So archery country, (laughs) one of the cool things that uh, I was talking to him about is they get a lot of, they're they're really uh, opened a big part of their uh, shop up to non-hunters that there's a lot of people who want to shoot bows but aren't interested in the hunting part of it. Right. Mm. And uh, they've really opened up to the traditional archery stuff over there and has some awesome. You mean like the recurves? Yes, they have some beautiful bows and stuff over. You can go over there and rent bows and just shoot. And uh, there was people coming over there doing date night and just shooting (laughs) bows and just, it was really cool. It was really cool. Date night on Rambo night. Yeah, well, like I mean, you know, they had, they had they had chicken, I they go had shoot bows. chicken grill grilling on their Traeger, yeah. you know, so they were feeding everybody, and they uh, had beer and sodas, and it was just a cool night, mm-hmm. you know, to just be kind of hanging out at the bow shop. Well, you know, we uh, we uh, ordered all of our bows for KOZ. And we did it through the uh, the archery program, the National Archery in the, in the schools? schools program. Uh-huh. And I was just getting into it in the videos about the instruction, getting a lot of kids into uh, understanding archery, which 
probably leads into the outdoors or doing some kind of sport like that. Wouldn't you take it to the next level? I mean, you do. Well, not always, but uh, because a lot of people say I did that when I was a kid or I did that at summer camp, but I never got to do it again, you know, or haven't done it again. And they're just kind of re just kind of hanging out, doing it, you know, kind of like putting some targets in their backyard, shooting with their kids. And I mean, it's one of those things, I think, um, if you have a kid that's not sports or not, you know, I don't know. Wait, hold on. Turn it up. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't not do that. But okay, yes. Joe Dirt. And speaking of archery country, one of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery. In Central Texas, there's only one true archery shop. Archery Country. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. Go see our friends at 8121 Research Boulevard, Austin, Texas. They're closed Sundays and Mondays, but you can check them out online 24-7 at austinarcherycountry.com or follow them. You can find them on their Instagram and all that at Archery Country. All right. Hey. Thank you. Yes. Uh, that's quite appropriate time to do that. I thought so. Um, hey, when we get back, Cody's going to talk to us about fishing. i got to ask him about all the hot water and are we still catching fish and what's going on. Get that and all the latest on the Pro Tours. Coming up next, it's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Only one place, 7 to 9, right here Sunday mornings. Live in the Bunkhouse on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. So, you can buy me a boat. This is T Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse, number one outdoor show on radio. Honored to be here. Sun Auto. Some point, everybody needs to have their vehicle repaired, and you got to have somebody you can trust. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission service, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Uh, you can go to the location that we use, Cody and I use, at 405 West Slaughter Lane, or there's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, or in Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them at sunautoservice.com and on Facebook, where they post tons of great stuff. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. Uh-huh. Oh, is it? Are we talking fishing now? Oh, Come you on. can wake up. Yeah. You can. So the Bassmaster Elite Series announces their 2020 schedule. You were, we were talking about that in the break, and uh, their their thing has been big bass, big dreams, big catches, big bass, big dream, big big bass, big dreams, biggin. Big bass, big stage, big dreams. <laughs> I love it. That's been their slogan uh, since the the new year. The changes with Major League Fishing and FLW and uh, Bassmasters uh, sticking to their guns about big fish. And uh, they announced their schedule for 2020, and it looks like big bass fisheries all around. So 
They'll be starting out in Florida early in uh, January, February-ish, and uh, moving from there. So uh, February. Are they, February. Are, are they doing uh, Amstad or Falcon or any? They've got two tournaments Rayburn. that they have not announced. Uh, one of them being it's going to be a southern tournament for sure. One of them looks like it's going to be up north just based on location of where their swing is at that time. You know, they kind of make a swing uh, following the – the warmer Spawn weather or the spring kind of trends but yeah the warmer weather so they'll be making a move uh through the south early february march april may and then uh they've nah, been still moving. big bass season if they come this way oh, they, are they on rayburn at all it, there's no rayburn no. yet no uh-uh. well there's plenty of big lakes for him to pick here yeah i just if mm-hmm. i just love i just like i was telling you before we the came on air i just love that bass is just absolutely stepping right in the middle of it and going all in and and i love that they're doing the big bass thing because if you have if you've never been to a weigh-in at one of the bass or flw it is really cool pretty exciting and it's and what makes it super exciting is when they got big fish. I like the old days where they brought them into the stadium and would oh, pull that's them not around. The old days, they still do it. They still do. I it. don't mm-hmm. see it anymore. Well, I, you it's haven't. The been. last day, usually, right? Yeah, the final day. Uh, <laughs> so interesting enough, the FLW. If you're looking into the, if you watch or follow any of the FLW tour guys, uh, there's many that are posting along the lines of they don't know what they're going to be doing next year. And some of the bigger names are even questioning what they're going to be doing next year due to the fact solely that uh, there's some rumors going around that FLW may not be owned by the same folks anymore or uh, that there's Major League Fishing has purchased FLW. Wow. And maybe getting rid of the tour or using it in another fashion. Um, they need maybe a, farm a qualifier. Team. Oh, that. So there's a lot of FLW tour pros posting on social media that they may be out of a job. Mm. So kind of interesting that they would post things that lead that direction uh or question whether they're going to have a job in 2020 but you're the one that keeps talking right about how they needed some kind of farm team what's going to happen in what three years well major league fishing said yeah i mean they it was an invite only for the first 80 guys or whatever they pulled into the major league fishing tour bass pro tour uh it was invite only my deal was a kid can't look at that and go Hey, I want to be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't, kid. You'll never do that. <laughs> you know? I mean, what a dream crusher that is. So they needed a way in, so you know, a way to qualify or make your way in, I guess. Uh, maybe they're going to use the tour for that reason. I don't know. But a, a rumor, this is all rumor about Major League Fishing <laughs> purchasing FLW, but it's been talked about for a long time, and there are now FLW Tour Pros Posting that they may be out of a job in 2020. So they may not have a place to go. Dude, I, you know, is there the whole culmination to the, to the, uh, fishing, whatever that new one is? What is it called? Bass Pro Tour. 
No. <laughs> oh, oh, Bass Pro Tour. Yeah. yeah. Um, that whole thing. I don't. I, there's no big culminate, or there is a culmination, or what? I don't know who won it. What was the big hoopla behind it? Was it just like a, vid- a t- video online, and that was it? That oh, this guy's the winner, and whoo! Okay, next. No, they. I mean, they had a big event. They had their Red Crest, Red Crest, which was their yeah. championship of all championships. But could you go and be you there? Could go, there? You could go. Uh, yeah. Very poorly attended. That was part of the topic we talked about several weeks ago. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, okay. It was okay. just poorly That's... attended. I I don't know. There was media about it. There I was mean, absolutely a lot of, media a lot about of it. Interviews it was on. And... Yeah, I'm sure they'll have a TV show about it. Uh, on their major network. So, I mean, it's valid. It's around. It's doing it's doing big things if you're paying attention. If you're not paying attention, it's not. it doesn't do a whole lot. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what comes of that information. This week, the rumors were supposed to be... Um, we were supposed to know what those rumors were about FLW and the future of that organization, but nothing has come out as of yet, I'm still hearing that it may be a few more days till we hear that information. I just found it interesting that a guy at an FL at a tour level would come out and post on social media that they may be out of a job, and mm-hmm. you know that there's a handful of those guys that are saying that. That I'm thinking, why are they? I mean, what does that? Does do? Clark do anything on social media? Clark Winlet, mm-hmm. very prom- yeah, he's he's all over social media, but he's fishing the Bassmaster Elite Series. Oh, okay, so uh, it's interesting to see to see what those guys are going to do and where the change up and mix up and shuffle is going to be, and what those rumors that those rumors come true. You know, it's been talked about for months and months that Bass the Bass Pro Tour Major League Fishing is going to purchase flw that's been the rumor going around for months six months but you know you get all kinds of rumors and now well, guys are looking for jobs that would say there's a little bit of writing on the wall there well there's a uh there's and there's still even if you're not at that level there's i know that uh i, I saw some announcements by bass champs there's some great stuff they have coming up and some new uh, like they posted that they've got a a boat for one of their tournaments coming up well, that's that they the just championship, added. Yeah, that we're having first week in October, first or second week in October. You had to qualify through fishing the regular season events. But they're having the new FXR Skeeter uh, is what they're Oh, that's away. what it is. So the it's super the new, new one. Yeah, it's just their new model. Uh, I wanted to also point out the Faith Angler Network. I saw our friends mm-hmm. over there at Faith Angler Network taking out high school kids uh, fishing. Um, man, they need some boaters. They got their first event uh, coming up on Lake Travis. They need boaters. Guys like Beefsteak. Hey, old school. Me, hey, when we uh, on the flip side, let's on the flip side. Can we give the contact all the information for that all on right. the flip side? Let's get yeah. through. Uh, let's do a break real quick and yeah, when we come back talk. on the flip side we're going to give you we're going to do news of the weird and then we'll give you the contact information for that because if they need boaters for faith anglers and they're taking out these kids uh, we need to support that sure alright hey McBride's Guns we need to support them too they're our local gun owners and after what Beto said 
<laughs> which we'll talk about at some point during this show. Uh, we need to support our local gun shop. And the uh, the Austin area, our local gun shop is McBride's Guns. They are the Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Looking for your personal carrier referral class? One place, McBride's Guns. Looking for a youth model, rifle, or shotgun? McBride's Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years. Corner at 30th and Lamar. Call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is your hometown, our hometown gun shop. All right. <laughs> Got you. Oh, my, my job. Uh, <laughs> All right. We'll be back well, right after this. Or something. Man, I had, right, I had my chance right there. I could have just stepped in and said, All right, we'll be back on the flip side. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bag. All right. Good morning, regulators. You're tuned into the deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing. Four-wheeling Adrenaline Junkie Outdoor Zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse. Some say it's about the destination. Some say it's all about good friends. But you know what turns those road trips and vacations into memories? It's the drive. So get where you're going in a Honda right now with affordable pricing on every new 2019 Honda Accord. A 2019 car and driver's 10 best for the 30 third time never leave safety behind with honda sensing or suite of safety and car driver assisted features like road departure mitigation adaptive cruise control and collision mitigation it's safety that you can see and feel working so if you're envious don't be and save at any one of your central texas honda dealers today for a great deal on an accord and start making memories that will last forever. And for grads, the deals get even better. When you finance through HFS, you'll save $500. CentralTexasHondaDealers.com All right, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Well, so what I wanted to talk about uh, was the, it's a local news of the weird, but it's the water in Ladyburg Lake and the problem with the dogs dying. Last night when I was researching this a little bit more i i read it was three dogs and cody you read yeah well i had to talk about it some or just kind of bring it up to date because i thought it was interesting you know it's been several weeks uh, we talked about it before but uh the city of austin actually had a post or made a post or is posting about it um 
that it's now five dogs. They did a bunch of testing. They haven't found any of the algae. I guess they're to- I thought testing. it was floating on the top down right. there. Right. Well, they the had island. pictures of it. Oh, they did? Okay. They had pictures of it, but they're not finding the harmful toxins, I guess, or they haven't found the harmful toxins, um, but they've heard of five dogs that have died by swimming in Lady Bird Lake. That's it. That's it. Uh, what I had here was Coda is one of the three dogs that have died in recent weeks after swimming at Red Bud Island, something the city now attributes to possible presence of a neurotoxin in the water at Lady Bird Lake, produced by a kind of blue-green algae that has been spotted there. Ollie died 30 minutes after swimming in Bert Lady Bird Lake. Toxic blue-green, blue-green algae near Red Bud Island was likely to blame. The city says up to 40% of the water surface near Red Bud Island is covered with the blue-green algae, which is considered a bacteria. Some species of bacteria can actually produce what's called neurotoxin, a nerve poison, said Dr. Albert Gross, chief medical officer at St. David's Medical South Austin Medical Center. Dogs drink the water, potentially suck down bits of the algae, and within minutes, medical experts say they can start showing signs that they've been poisoned. The cause of the dog's deaths has been determined, has not been determined, but they but all died shortly after swimming in Lady Bird Lake. And one of the uh, one of the things that in a conversation I was having with somebody about this, they were saying, "Well, are these dogs from around here? Were they used to, or that are they, you know, new people coming in with their dogs that aren't, you know, maybe the hot water or what?" There are all the different thoughts about it. But hmm. most of these dogs, or at least a couple of them that I read about. The owner said, man, I go down there every day with my dog. We play down there. He swims down there. He's two years old. He was strong and healthy. And and we got we walk, went from playing in the lake and doing all that to 30 minutes later, we get in the car, and he can't walk, can't do anything, take him to the vet, and he's brain dead. Hmm. Jeez. And, I mean, you want to talk about a heartbreaker. My heart goes out to those I mean, like a couple yeah. of these were just young girls, and this was—I mean, your sister has a dog that, yeah. and several of her friends have dogs, and I mean, it's just—it's a companion for a young girl in her early twenties, and a couple of these were that, and and, and any whoever it was, just my heart goes out to them, and it, it reminds me of the stuff that we've where we've warned people about swimming in the lakes because of the neurotoxins and the bacteria that come up in the warm water. And kids have died from swimming in lakes and ponds and stuff from it. So I, it just, what, what worries me is when the water's warmer and the temperatures are hot and we're coming to the end of a long, hot summer, not the hottest one on record, but Hey, it was hot enough. It was Texas. Oh, and it's still hot, and that stuff happens. <laughs> I mean, those weird bacterias come in, and I just, my heart just breaks for those people. And you know, city of Austin, man, move quickly. And I know they've posted signs and stuff now, and the words out about it. But blue green algae uh, is. Uh, develops in warm, nutrient-rich waters, mm-hmm. high in phosphorus and nitrogen. So that means city that, water. Well, no, Flo- I mean runoff from. Ru- that's what I mean from 
you roads know, and streets and a lot of where people fertilize or use Roundup or whatever, you know, street. I mean, well, yards, I'm looking watershed. at I'm, I'm looking at uh, all of the poisons they've used to kill grass in Lake LBJ, uh, Lake Austin, um, all of the uh, sure. poisons coming the down, poisons. concentrating in one area. Is it? Well, are, are you causing now an an issue with the Lord. with the? Well, uh, what, I'm what? looking at the ingredients to see if they're but. <laughs> But see, nitrogen would be a nutrient. Would that would be from fertilizer? Growing fertilizer, yeah. Right. That's what we used to put on all the yeah. Corn, put that on, man. You want to make your man. yard turn green? That's also yeah, it's good for that, trees. Isn't that what they make bombs with too? When they make the fertilizer, <laughs> it is. Well, and over it, it just makes things grow. So what I heard is there's a lot of silt that came in because of all of the flooding. Makes things grow. You make some go boom. <laughs> put a little nitrogen on it, go boom. <laughs> Like well, that grow. Yes, if you mix it with some other stuff. But <clears throat> hey, uh, anyways, yeah, fertilizer bombs, right? Is what you're yeah, talking about. The, like like the, in Oklahoma, one, Oklahoma and all yeah. that. So, I mean, it comes down and then it get. But you don't want to scare everybody away. I mean, from what I hear, it's pretty I wouldn't isolated. Put, I wouldn't swim or I wouldn't have my dog in. I wouldn't it touch it's town like to begin with. There's, I mean, what about all your paddle we boarding? Gotta, and... Well, th- it's disgusting. I I find that pond to be the most disgusting. If you look around, and you look at the homeless population that we've attracted here in Central Texas, here in Austin, and you think... wonder where they bathe and get their water and uh, they or all their. All their body <laughs> bodily fluids and, and stuff where it. Ends I mean, it's up like going. a camp. It's like a campground for everybody, and it's right there. It oh, doesn't this is go going anywhere. downhill for yeah, Lady Bird Lake quick. Really, that <laughs> destination. I mean, it's I, beautiful. There's some fantastic fishing. But hey, man, it's gross. It's can you disgusting. give the information for the Fishers of Men? Yeah, Fishers of Men Faith Angler Network is what it is. Not Fishers of Men Faith okay. Angler Network. Jones Brother Park, it's a high school, uh, a group of men that have uh, developed this program that uh, bring in high school anglers to fish different tournaments, but they ultimately uh, love to teach them about God. Jones Brother Park, their first tournament, they need boaters. They need guys like me, you, uh, to sign up and um, beefsteak. And okay. beefsteak to be uh, volunteer their time to be boaters to take these kids out during their tournaments. Uh, you can check out their website, faithanglernetwork.com, or you can email them info at faithanglernetwork.com. Austin's hottest new restaurant is the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. And hey, us bunkhouse guys, Monday, we're headed over there. That's right. We're going to check out this uh, Gulf Oyster special on Mondays. Uh, we're going to get all up in that stuff. Come join us over there. They have fantastic food from uh, flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. Beautiful stuff. Um, we're going to be hanging out there on the patio, so come and join us Monday night. They have a wonderful house-made breads, uh, poor boys, desserts, and we're going to get all up in it. Come come visit with us and our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Schneider. 
over at Shore Raw Barn Grill. They're located at 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill, shoreatx.com. Game Warden Field Notes up next. Only one place, the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Into Under the Lights present. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother TJ. Whack 'em and stack 'em, would you? All right, all right. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live here Sundays or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off new Ram trucks. Now Maxwell Supercenter. Like the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the 2019 Ram 50. It's better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features. And if you like to travel or spend a day at the ranch or at the lake, this truck is perfect for you. It can tow more than 12,500 pounds and has a ton of storage space. They have dozens of Ram 1500s in stock with hundreds of other trucks and more coming each day. Uh Super Center size selection and savings at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas. That's Nile Maxwell Super Center, 620 and 183 in Austin. Or visit us online at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. I have a couple of these Game Warden Field Notes that I wanted to say, but I was with a guy this week, and uh, he was I was at a service company and they were doing some service work and the guy said yeah my dad and i went fishing the other day and uh and i hadn't been fishing in years and uh we decided we'd go fishing i said well dad i don't have a fishing license and dad said well don't worry about it where we're going there's never game wardens there (laughs) guess what yeah (laughs) (laughs) they both got tickets yeah he said doggone it my dad said don't worry about it you can pay for it like 250 bucks or something you know let's go get yourself a license it'd be a lot easier to get that fishing license Mm -hmm. the texas parks and wildlife department marine theft investigation unit recently conducted a saturation patrol of galveston and harris counties that resulted in the seizure of seven vessels and issuance of numerous citations the patrol focused on licensed marine dealer inspections dock checks and boat ramp patrols the special unit of texas game wardens began ramping up efforts on in january 2018 and since then has seized 104 vessels with a combined value of over $555,000, the unit's investigations have resulted in 149 boat tax evasion 
cases, Jeez. recovering more than 128,000 in revenue, and issuance of over 200 citations while conducting the saturation patrol. The game wardens received overwhelming support from the general public for their efforts. With the, with these results, it is clear that the Marine Theft Investigation Unit is an effective tool for assuring dealer compliance, preventing boat theft, tax and title fraud, and recovery of stolen vessels. That's crazy. So One of the things that I really like about it is that they are pushing into that whole, oh, yeah, I just bought, bought this boat for $10. <laughs> yeah. When it's a $12,000 right. bass boat. Well, don't they do what um, I seem to remember what they do with cars now in Texas? If you buy something, they look it up on Kelly Blue Book, yeah, and then they, they take 20% off. Yeah, they can't. So uh, it's 80% value, and you there's no dollar, $10 Yeah, gifting. it doesn't matter what you paid for it nowadays when you go get your exactly. tax stuff right. anymore. So that's what I'm thinking with boats. I can't imagine why. how would they collect that uh, tax, I wonder. I, I don't mean, know. I, I mean, all I know, all I know is that, and, and you, a lot of times you think that. I guess if you don't that, register it, then you don't, you don't pay tax on it. Well, and a lot of times you just think that, you know, game wardens, parks and wildlife, they're just trying to get you for, you know, not having a plug in your gun in the dove zone or <laughs> or, or not having a license, not having a license, you know, something very basic. But, man, the more I get to know these guys and the things that they do, yeah. um, I, I just am blown away by, I mean, they do drug investigations, murder investigations. They do a ton of stuff. And, uh they're highly, highly trained in a lot of different areas. Tax right. evasion cases. I thought that was interesting. That is cool. Man. That's a whole different white so collar. So you, uh, you pay your registration on your boat beefsteak? Uh, absolutely. Good. And I put the good. stickers on and everything. Yeah. Well, that's good. It sits there in your garage. And, well, um, hey, that thing was rolling to, the other day. It was rolling the other day. Yeah. Come on. And Never had a problem. Well, it we did. It did them. have a problem because you had end. to stop and buy a tool on at the dollar store on your way home to but that take was... the positive cable off the battery mm. after. So, so you had this humming noise. The aerators were still going, and I said, "And you go, I just gotta, I gotta take the hot wire." Go. I know. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you're gonna get it. Right. I gotta take the hot wire off the battery. I said, "There's no way." You have to take the hot wire off the battery to get your aerators. Aerators are, are the pumps in your live whales to keep the fish alive. I said, there's no way you got to pull the hot wire off your battery to stop your aerators. There's nothing. There's a switch somewhere. And what happened when you got home <clears throat> after stopping to buy a tool to take the hot wire off the battery? Well, <clears throat> in my defense, <laughs> up front in the bow, there's... Uh, so that you can be fishing up there, you can raise and lower the uh, the um, you know the trim, trim, trim and then the below motor. it right. is for turning on the auto and uh, and a manual for the front live well. Yes, and I must have been fishing up there with my thirteens. Must have clipped uh, my toe. Must have clipped it. And man, I mean, because in the heat of what we were doing, I mean, the fishing tournament, we were like <laughs> in the heat of it. And stuff happens. I mean, there's so much the thing activity is, so going the point, on. And the man, point just, is, is to man, know your boat, like know your vessel enough in. to know that there's a switch up there. I uh, he does now. I just forgot. I guess. <laughs> 
hadn't hey. turned it on. I never turn it on up there. So how much did you pay for that crescent wrench to take the hot wire? It was off? two dollars and ninety eight cents. But I want to tell you, but it worked. It did work. The the, the hard part. Why I was getting frustrated. He <laughs> took this artery where TJ parked right in front, butt. right in by the where the uh, the boat ramp comes up, and everybody was pulling out. We we're like one of the first ones. Everybody's pulling out. Every angler that walked by went, "Hey man, something's on." I can hear that in the back. <laughs> be like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I'm we drove get to off that. as quick as possible. <laughs> and the guys were like, hey, man, I think your bilge pump is on. <laughs> okay, thanks, bro. And then the next, hey, man, you got an aerator on somewhere. I can hear it. Do you hear that? I hear it. Letting it be crawling on the side, trying to find it. We're I'm like, very, no, no. as bass anglers, we're very particular about our our vessels and how was, we operate them hey, and but it was his first time you know and everybody was being nice know, he's had that boat for how many no years? it was his first turn oh, oh right tournament. right tournament. second time taking it out. that's right that's right <laughs> so he shout this, out what happened to that calendar where you're taking it out every I, yeah i got that calendar hung shout up. out <laughs> to uh shout out to uh taylor and uh her dog who are listening in and uh, shout out to CJ, who is. I'm not shouting out to him. He's top water fishing. He just posted a fish he caught, and I told him yesterday, quit sending pictures of fish you're catching. I don't like you right now. Yeah. Well, you should be out so there. So, Bonnie, Bonnie, hello, Bonnie. My little sister's fiance is sending pictures of catching bass right now, and I. And where are you? Not sure that I may sabotage that wedding. <laughs> Keep that up, pal. <laughs> hey, Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. We got a whole nother hour of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here, right now. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas, the Outdoor Zone. Catch us on all the iTunes, iPods, i i stuff, all the podcasts. I gotta hear it. 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com.